to this podcast episode i just want to clarify this is the second episode not the third episode i was going to uh we did a recorded a second episode back in july but for whatever reason i cannot find it um on my computer because i had a a little you know malfunction the other about the other day i want to say like literally last week and so i had to clear out my laptop so this is going to be the second episode so if it says third nope it's second our third episode is going to come out next week called debunking the influencer and with that being said, welcome to another episode of the I Said What The Fuck I Said podcast, everybody. This is another episode, this is the third episode um, of the I Said What The Fuck I Said podcast, and we got Jasmine as a co-host, Queen of Critics. First of all, I'm loving your house. It low-key reminds me of my, 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 um, my aunt and cousin's house. It's probably a great, like, the cool aunt's house, because I'm the cool aunt. Yeah, yeah. I was in Florida a couple years ago, and I liked how the houses are. Like, that's what I keep forgetting to, like, to say when it comes to, like, places like Florida or California. I love, like, the architecture of, like, how the houses are. Like, it doesn't have to be, Mm -hmm. you know, two-story. It could be, like, one story, and then with the palm trees, and then things are kind of laid out within one floor, which is pretty cool, but I'm also thinking too, like Florida, there's a lot of older people there, so they probably appreciate, you know, that since they don't have to. Oh yeah, they do, definitely. But let me tell you something, I am an old soul, so I am appreciating it just as well. I am loving my balcony. That was like the greatest thing that like I had a plus, like I was looking for apartments and I was like, there needs to be a balcony on that bad boy. I need a balcony. So that was my take. And then I fell in love and now I'm at home. Oh, so how was your week? (laughs) <laughs> you tell me you have a dinner party. I was like, every time Sammy says dinner party, I think bougie shit. Like, not like no, no cap. I be thinking like it's a bunch of white I'm bougie. bougie. Yeah, I'm bougie. I'm bougie. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, is dinner parties like can they ever be ratchet or can they just be regular? Because I'm like, why is it called a dinner party? Like, when we call, call it a dinner, like. <laughs> I know. I feel like dinner parties needs to be a thing. Like all women need to start like just having dinner parties because they are so much fun. They honestly are great for good conversation. Get to talk about your week, politics, BS a little bit, wind up. Honestly, it's like the new club. Makes sense since we can't go to the club. We can't go to the club. So you got to just kick it with like your closest like five, six friends, Mm -hmm. social distance and eat. You can't even order out. You can't like go to a restaurant really like that. So you might as well have a dinner party. Yeah. Look at me just changing the waves. <laughs> um, but but yeah, how was your week? Because my week was oh child, it was a roller coaster, it was a shitty one. I was like, I was contemplating, I'm like, yo, I might have to smoke, and I'm not even a smoker. I'm trying to smoke. 
because I'm just like, I just want to forget about the bad shit. And then all those, but obviously, but I was playing um, uh, Daniel Powder's Bad Day back and forth, but ugh. <laughs> you really had a bad week. No, my week was actually phenomenal. So <laughs> I am so sorry for you. My heart goes out to you. I've been having so much fun this week. Yeah, yeah, tell me what happened. Because you know what? Mine went from, actually went from bad to positive, like today. Because I went from negative to positive. So, uh, I mean, like a roller coaster going up, to be honest. But yeah, like, um, like give the listeners a recap. <laughs> so basically, I rented, I don't know if you've ever seen of those slingshots. Uh-huh. I don't know, the cars or whatever. All right, so we rented, like, the slingshots, had a great weekend, enjoyed ourselves, drove down, got to see Miami a bit, and social, you know. Social distance, I'm going to need my space. Everything was safe. So that was, like, a good time. And then I had a new client this week, and then I just started my marketing for her, and that's just been lovely. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah, earlier this week, <laughs> Yo, I really had several things. I had a, uh, I had, well, I don't know. I don't think it was coronavirus. I still got tested just in case. But I had, see, I was trying to adult uh, on Saturday or Sunday. I was making fried fish. But because, you know, when you haven't cooked or, or made a specific dish in a while, that when you try to make it, you made it, inco- you make it incorrectly. That's literally me. So I think I might have gotten like yeah. a stomach virus or like a, 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 food poisoning from that so I took out the hospital get tested and they said everything was okay um and then I'm trying to think what else oh I have a professor I'm taking a creative writing class y'all this nigga's on my case and I was like why are you so obsessed with me for no fucking reason he will he wanted to almost <laughs> kick me out of the class because here's the thing I registered for the class uh, sadly a little bit a couple days after the ad drop period but I wanted to before that last day just because um but the class was over, was um, at capacity. So someone would have to put a, it would have to get approved to get an override, right? And it's a remote class, it's online. Okay. But I didn't know, you know, um, real, keep forgetting that they have, it's still like, like, you know, it's Zoom classes on two days of the week. But because okay. I registered for the class um, after the ad drop period, he's like, oh, so you already missed five or four classes. I, but yeah, you missed several classes. But I'm like, that's not my fault. It wasn't like I was missing them on purpose. Like, you really got to fit in on my case for that? And it's like, yeah, you're trying. It's not a big freaking deal. And I missed class on Tuesday because I was in the hospital like, for a couple hours. And then uh, on Thursday, he didn't even have class. So <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. So that, that's just been something else. And then I was trying to shoot my shot at this guy. Um, uh, and, you know, of course, like, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship or anything at the moment. So I was just like, that, that just took like, the biggest thing out of the week. Because I was dealt with shitty professors and, you know, health scares, whatever the case may be. That's why a little bit I'm glad about this coronavirus is that it gives me time to finally go to the doctors and get my health or whatever. Because being from New York um, and always traveling and working and hustling, whatever. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. We just never get the time to do. You take know, care of yourself. Exactly. Period. So I was getting a little happy for that. But I was just like, wow. Like, it just felt like someone just put a stake through my heart. <laughs> and I was going like, to tell you. Seal the coffin. Seal the coffin right there. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, and then I met it at the, saw the, and went to endocrinologist to um, 
get my health on track. I'm on a tw- so for those who don't know, I'm also on a 21 day pescatarian diet, which is a little bit hard. Yeah. So you so I'm like, you know, eating um eating meat. Um, I shouldn't really be eating beef and pork because I I mean I like it, but it makes me sick and. Yeah. You know, like you know, it's stuff between my body at this point. Like nah, um, but uh, I guess we can get into the hot topics. So one thing everybody is really, well, I don't say anyone is really talking about, but it's kind of like if this has been going on for like twenty, not even really twenty years. Yeah, basically twenty years to be honest. But Naturi, um, for those who know, she's on Power. She plays Tasha. Um, oh, I don't know. But listen, I'm so happy to see that she's working. I'm happy to see that she's on a hit show. Yeah, I'm happy for her. That's yeah. great. Um, That's yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I personally watch P Valley though, um, which comes, I think, comes on after Power, which I'm so glad for the second season. But we'll get back to that. But basically, Naturi was, um, uh, she's come out with solo music because for those who don't know, she used to be in 3LW, and so before you people knew Keely and Adrian for the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> They were in 3LW, and she basically did a, a like a edit like a feature story. Um, Pe- People Magazine did a feature story on her about her upcoming music, and she was kind of talking. And her music, she said, her music will also kind of touch on her hardships that she had to go through when once she got kicked out of 3LW. So for those who don't remember why she got kicked out, they said that it was a number of things. They said that she wasn't acting urban enough because because she was a dark skin girl. They wanted her to be this like urban ghetto around the way girl and that's not really who she was and they wanted uh adrian to be the front of the of the group and they wanted her to sing like i mean this is around the time when like ricky martin and um uh, enrique this was around the time where race was a was a tool to get money okay if you weren't utilizing your color and your prejudiceness and whatever then you weren't making any money in the music industry in the entertainment industry as a whole i mean you could talk about like i don't know about you but i love the show puerto rican story like mm-hmm. um she doesn't even act like that in person like i'm pretty confident and i'm every other role that she took after that she actually played a cop like Ooh. so it's a break um i don't remember her name exactly but it was not the show was to um Taina. Taina, Taina. i know her christina vidal yeah yeah you know what yeah because her older sister's on um 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 being mary jane they have the same last name but yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they wanted Jay, they wanted I'm about to say Jay, they wanted Adrian to be the front woman, they wanted Keely and Keely um's mother was a manager of the group. Long story short, they got into a big ass fight. <laughs> Girl, 2002 when they were trying to put out their second album um they basically wendy williams had found out that um 3lw might was was possibly breaking up or Naturi was getting pushed out and they assumed Naturi basically called wendy and here's my thing in the industry it's mad small people people talk yeah. so not even have to be yeah. a person letting somebody know the direct t but basically they got into a fight with Naturi, mm-hmm. fried chicken in her face kicked her out of the 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 limo uh, or or a uh, car or whatever in the middle uh, while they were you know uh promoting um um, one of their singles and so I think they they basically left her in the parking lot of a KFC in South Carolina or Georgia or whatever and she had to yeah. to, uh, New Jersey just for her to get like the, a letter saying you're no, you're no longer in in the group and so after yeah. that, she went through a lot of hardship she went to um she went to see she went to co- back to college but it wasn't like you know she could take all her her millions from the group um 
Mm-hmm. Of course, because them, do- them doggone contracts was tricky as a motherfucker back then. Literally. So she basically, so now she's on, Um. well, I- eventually she did Broadway for a little bit, and then that turned into her playing Little Kim, which Little Kim had an pr- issue with, and she's still, and Little Kim's another one who need to get over that shit. Listen, it's been done. Yeah. If you want a biopic on your life, and you, you know, listen, you go make, you go try to get it started or whatever, and get who you feel yeah. to her. Um. And then, so now she's on power. And basically, because she brought up the W, because here's the thing, for the past couple of years, I mean, of course, people ask her about it because they want clickbait. Um, you know, they do the same thing with Latoya. You know, they always bring up, oh, Destiny's Child, blah, 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 because it's part of their story. And I love Latoya. And they're true examples of when you fall. Huh? What'd you say? It's going in and out. Can you hear me now? And, um... And Naturi, they love getting into beefs on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Like, every time Naturi, and I don't even really Naturi, to be honest, because she'll say a one-liner and just go on about her day. But Naturi, mm-hmm. every time Fiddle W is brought up, like, Keely always got an issue with it. She always got to say something. So she posted yeah. something saying, I can't I can't believe you're still bitter. And then she posted another yeah. thing of, Ke- of Naturi's music video uh, from 10 years. I, I, I never heard of this song. I mean, Naturi, it wasn't a good song, but Naturi can sing. No one can deny that. Yeah. Really can't sing. She had a vivacious personality, but she was old. She's kind of like that little sister that you really don't let you kind of like feel forced to invite to certain, you know, yeah. with your friends just because mom said so. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I might think about it. Like, I just need her to get over it. Like, I need her to get over it. Uh, not, 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 not Terry, because it's more so the fault of journalists because they'll continue to ask the, them, uh, her about that, you know, about that past. Also, because, it's, because it's content, it's straight content. They're like, yeah, we need something to keep the buzz going, and not for nothing. But Keely needs to stay relevant because I don't really see her doing anything. So. <laughs> What then? She's being. I mean, I mean, I know she got married. She's a mom, but it's like, what do you, what you like, what you doing? And then I remember last year she was like, you know, you know, why you got to bring that up? I'm not in the industry anymore. I'm a mom. I'm like, what kind of flex is that? People do both. Look at Beyonce. Yeah, that's like. I mean, at this point, like, I just, I mean, listen, you're in quarantine, Keely. Get your life together. Maybe do another reality show, because I know she was supposed to be on a reality show with a bunch of other. Yeah, yeah a while ago. It was supposed to be with like it was supposed to be all all the people from girl groups of the past like her Farah, two of the girls from Denny Kane, um, someone from Black, another person from Ch- two people from Cherish, I maybe oh one person for the pussy. It was supposed to be like the Avengers of girl groups and Candy was supposed to produce it. You know, Candy is always she's a hustler. She always finds ways to make money. Always. Sure, never mm-hmm. got picked up. But at this point, I, I mean, what do you think? Because I think at this point, Keely needs to either maybe go to school, make a, a fans only account. That's what Kia calls it—a fans only account. <laughs> get a regular job because you're just looking to be on the shade room at this point and people are getting tired of it let it go elsa <laughs> i think bored house mom like and i mean that in no defense to people who are house moms like stay at home do your thing and i that but this is clearly like a bored individual bored in a house and i'm in the house bored. Bored. bored in a house and i'm in the house bored. who wants to just clearly get attention and needs the limelight like we do not need to be reminded like she already got rid of her gap you got rid of the gap. You don't count anymore. If she wouldn't have kept the gap, I would have been like, honestly, there's still some relevance for her. But the gap is gone, so it's gone out the window. There's no reason for you to speak anymore. I don't know if you've ever seen um, Karuchi's best friend. Um, I think, I don't remember his, his name. I want to say his name's like Jay or something or Jordan, maybe. But um, he posted a video with her, and he was like, 
sing it, Huey. And she's, he's like, she's like, I'm getting tired of your broken promises, promises. And he was like, no, bitch, it's promises, promises. Getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises. Looking at your pages, seeing different numbers and numbers. Call you when you study, hanging with the fellas, the fellas. Hanging with the girls, you always getting jealous and jealous. <laughs> And that was like the literally the only every time I hear her name, that's the video that comes to mind. Because I'm like, you just you can change your teeth, you can change anything or that. But if you have a push, girl, you better work that, or else now you just gonna be made a joke. Like that's one thing. If people are laughing at you, gotta learn to laugh too. Like you gotta learn. Oh, if that's gonna be your your down, your like fuck up or your flow, or whatever, own it. That's it. That, like I feel like even though that 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 made the song that helped make the song memorable. To be honest, like. <laughs> I didn't realize what Kate Spade saw I was older, but I was just like, these girls in the eighth grade, who has, I didn't have money in the eighth grade. Um, I just, you know, and my thing about it is, is like, grow up, like, my thing about it, if, if Kelly really wanted to not self-sabotage and maybe get back in the industry or whatever, you know, a real, a real adult would have called up, you know, because I feel like that's what this quarantine is doing, um, is making people, some people trying to reconcile and settle their differences and beefs. Obviously, we saw it with Brandy and Monica, and we'll get, we can get into that later, but, you know. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, like, but a real person would have called up and say, you know what? <clears throat> and granted, it was Keely's mom also causing problems as well. But a real person would have called up and said, you know what, Naturi? What I did was fucked up. Or not even, not even a call up. Just meet up in person. Like, you know what, Terry? What I did was fucked up. I was having a lot of issues. Like, but this girl lets her pride get in the way of her. Like, because people, I, not even, I mean, people may not really care about it because they didn't really have much success with the Cheetah Girls really did. But even, it, you know, Keely had issues with Raven and already issues, pre-existing issues with Adrian. Oh, Raven and her raven is constantly throwing shade at her and she'll use her name too like she'll use her and she'll be like i know keely's listening like and i'm just like whoa that's <laughs> a raven simone with her bold ass because she stay bold calling people out of name bullshit i love it i love it the queen stands for it honestly and my thing about it is that they can't even really do a proper even if they wanted to do because it's like Apparently, Keely is best friends with Sabrina Bryan, so it's kind of like on this side it would be Raven and Adrian, and on this side would be um, uh, what you call it, Keely and Sabrina. And I'm sure, and Sabrina kind of stays out of it from what it seems like, so I'm sure she doesn't mm. really want to rock the boat or get in the way. It's kind of like with Escape, you know, they had trouble trying to get back together because on one side it was Candy and and Tiny, on the other hand it was Tamika and 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 uh, Lataka, Latasha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and their sister. So obviously, sisters are gonna stick together. I mean, you know, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah, so I guess we can go to the next one. Um, Will Smith, I'm not here for this Fresh Prince. Uh, I'm here for a reunion, but I don't really don't want a reboot. I don't want a dramatic reboot. I don't know. I feel like sitcoms, black sitcoms in the 90s were a good form of comic relief and escapism. And it's like, in this day and age, do we really need something dark, you know? But I, I can't help but think that, huh? What do you think? It does seem very dark because I saw the trailer. I actually fell in love with the trailer and I was like, ooh, I would love to watch this. But I did, I, I'm not, a, like, I like The Shy, but I'm not a fan of The Shy just because mm -hmm. it's too much drama. Like, I'm so tired of the black drama, you know what I mean? And us being shown in that light, you know, especially with everything going on. But I will say that I was excited to see the turn that it's like, 
it's no longer like it's the seriousness that I need. Like we're no longer a laughing matter. Like it's like I'm I'm done like he 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 laughing about like matters, you know what I mean, that are supposed to be taken serious in the black community and our lives as a whole. Like Mm-hmm. The, the whole story and premise of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is is re- is really hardcore. Like it's hardcore, and if you and it's literally the the trailer is laid out the same way that the um the show is, and the way they set, they just set it in a different tone. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. I was actually really supportive of that, but I understand what you're saying with the darkness. But I'm tired of black people being asshole. like it's enough for us being the the light entertainment. I'm trying to get the gritty in your face. Yeah. I think also my issue is that like, you know, we need more representation in the industry. And it's like a lot of times, you know, um, they'll either try to go to Tyler Perry to bring more representation or they'll do a whole bunch of reboots and, 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 um, remakes and stuff like that and it's kind of like I have plenty of friends you know they may not have the experience they may not have the well not, not even I say experience meaning like you know uh you know like actual like the work experience but their stuff their their projects are really really good or they may not have the connections but they have really dope ass tv show ideas I would watch it you know so it's kind of like a slap in the face but I also kind of feel like Will Smith in a way is trying to um, maybe do this in a way to keep himself relevant. I'm not saying that he's not relevant, but it kind of feels like the films... Of course, everything else relevant. Yeah, because I'm like, a lot of the films he's done has not really been as big, I want to say. I don't know, because I think it's also, too, a lot of the movie stars he came up with in the 80s and 90s, like, they're not, you know, a lot of them are rush, are either going to TV or they're, like, finding other... Like, me and my other friend were talking about Drew Barrymore has a talk show, um, coming, oh, well, I think it's, it's on this fall, and I'm like, do I really want to watch a Drew Barrymore talk show? Although yeah. I'm not familiar with her as an actress as much. I mean, I know her, I love her in, in Scream. Um, I mean, for the first five minutes, because she made it very impressionable. Um, <laughs> but but um, but with the Will Smith, but I'm glad that he is patching up this beef with um, Jenny Hubert, you know? Yeah. Was like, wow, like, I never thought the day, that the day um, it would happen. Um, you know, for those who don't know, Janet Hubert, she played the, she was the original Aunt Viv, she was the original Black Bougie mother, it was her, yeah. and then I think she left after maybe season three, season four, and got replaced with the light-skinned woman, um, yep. um, but I think part of the reason was that, from what I heard, is that she left, she left the show because she wasn't, she wanted to get paid more, and it wasn't up to her part, but also, she's a trained actress, and she was kind of pissed at this hip-hop, you know, I mean, I feel like nowadays, people kind of respect rappers going into acting, but I feel like back then, it was kind of like, what? You know, what? How, he, he's a rap artist, he's got his own TV show, he's the lead of a TV show, and I'm not, you know, saying about, we can get, they can get paid more, and my thing about it is kind of like, I get where she was going at, but it's kind of like, it's, he it's his show you know and it's kind of like but she was very stamina and rocking the boat blah 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 and so she wasn't able to come back and then she's kind of been blackballed since because people don't want to ruin you know her their relationships with will and jada because of her so and but at the same time though like she was just always just throwing jabs at like unnecessary jabs it's like girl you a grown-ass woman get over it like but you know what as a woman I think I understand like her frustration where she could have gotten like upset and especially during that time in the industry it was a lot of it was one thing to be black but it was another thing to be a black woman okay and for her to play this role and set a 
what's that other show? Oh, my gosh. Um, it was a black family movie. matters. Family. Like family matters. You know, be like that good black mom. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that was. She was like, oh, I'm gonna be in a whole new light. And I that she, she just wanted her respect, I believe. And unfortunately, during that time, it wasn't really wasn't really a forte for women to be advocating for themselves, as opposed to now. I mean, look at Monique. She was black bold too, you know what I mean, for a little for a little bit until the truth came out. And now that she now she gets all the respect and doting and yeah, you know, I mean, she's come all the whole network. Facts. I mean, still, I mean, she's still in court with Netflix, but there might be a chance she might win. So, I mean, you know, it, it was kind I of, a, huh? I believe she'll win. I hope so. Yeah. And I think she's already won anyway, by having this much, you know, backing her and everything like that, you know? Yeah, because especially when the racial reckoning started happening, people were like, oh, now we, sh we, yeah, we should have listened to them, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to think. Um, uh, speaking of, of views, well, did you watch the Brandy and Monica versus, or should I? I watched a little bit of it. Okay, I'm just not here for this pretend bond between Brandy and Monica. Meanwhile, we all know the shade is real. Okay, first of all, I like I love like Monica's music is cool. Monica's music is cool. I love Brandy's music too. Like they're girl, they're both good. I'm not trying to bash any black women. But why would she show up in a full Fendi fit? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's part of my, honestly, I can understand why just because that's just Monica's style, to be honest. Like, Monica. Was that necessary for that? For that? Like, I've seen, listen, I've seen Monica's fits, and Monica is a stylish fucking woman. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, I, for the empowerment, I guess, for me, I'm just like, you could have really worn, you could have showed out in anything. You did not have to bring Fendi into it. True. Yeah, I mean that's the money shots me. Yo, her 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 shit costs so much each. <laughs> like me? Yo, Brandy's whole outfit, the only probably expensive thing on her outfit probably was like her shoes and her and that kimono that she wore. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean I would have yeah. I would imagine she has as much money as 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 Monica, if not more, since she, you know. I'm sure she does, but that's my point, is I'm just like, did we really need to flex like that? Like, was it really about Fendi? Because she just did a whole free free advertisement for Fendi. True. I think my... Why are we I said, why are we supporting Fendi? Fendi does not support black people like that, or do they? None of the designers do. None of them. Exactly. Really. Like, <laughs> and you just made me think, I mean, we'll go back, we'll eventually get into that T.I. and him and telling us what to buy with our stimulus, our Trump checks, as I really like to call them. But um, I, yeah, I, I can understand why they were, it was, it was hard to sit through just because here's my thing. I'm a Brandy stan, so I already knew all the deep cuts. Um, and also at the same time, like, they haven't talked in eight years. If you haven't talked to someone in eight years, and then you're trying to do it on a, but you're trying to talk to them for the first time, but you're going on a platform with two, two million and two million people in the world watching. And honestly, the verses was very important. And it was very impactful because I mean, they said the uh, verses got that particular verses got more views than um, that was huh? that was most viewed versus. But they said they got more views or more attention than, than the uh, uh, VMAs, 
you know, yeah. and, and obviously and it's crazy the way the industry treats, um, you know, R&B artists and, you know, white people may look at Monica and Brandy as, as, you know, singers from yesterday, but, you know, no one was talking about the VMAs, but I definitely feel you like it was kind of weird, but I, I don't think they'll, I think they'll be cordial. I don't think they'll be close friends, not because of this whole beef thing. I think it's because that they're just two different people. They have two different personalities. Monica's a very no-nonsense. Exactly. I'm not taking no bullshit, you know. Brandy is very, um, I would say, very awkward. And I feel like I kind of feel bad for Brandy because it kind of feels like she's, a, her personality, because she couldn't, it looked like she wasn't able to read certain social cues or understand you don't do that in, in certain relationships or people on communication. I feel like it may be a yeah. product of her being a child star. I mean, they were both came out at the same age, um, but uh, you know, Monica, even when she became big, um, she also didn't have as much as her plate, I would say, as uh, as Brandy, because she wasn't doing acting as really, to be honest. And also she said she was home. Was, um, was Brandy's, uh, Brandy's mom was her manager. Yeah, her mom I'm was pretty- her manager. So she was yes, one 24-7. Yeah, you know, and Brandy, and I also think too, it was a blessing and a curse. I mean, because you should, I mean, obviously, you should have a parent looking after you when you're young in the music business. I mean, look at Aaliyah, she was messing around with R. Kelly at 15, and that's why her mom probably didn't want to admit that her, her and Aaliyah and R. Kelly were having sex. But, um, wait, is anything wrong? Huh? No, it's my phone, it's it's fine, it's my client calling. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I, it'd be like that. <laughs> Um, but I think that it's a blessing and a curse because it's a curse just because I remember watching a documentary and they said when Brandy got signed, her mom was very adamant about like, what you're not going to do is make my daughter a sex symbol. Yeah. (laughs) And And she wasn't. And she wasn't. Brandy was groundbreaking. First Barbie doll. Black Barbie doll. Hey, y'all. With the braids. That was iconic. I had that. I had that. Brandy broke barriers for me because I wasn't that... Like, I wasn't really, like, hood growing up. Like, I wasn't really that, like, yo, what's up? How's poppin'? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I wasn't that until I got older, you know what I mean? And I was able to, like, you know, go through hardships and stuff like that. But, like, you know, I was very sheltered growing up. So I was really that brandy church girl, like, you know, ooh, not going to show my skin like that. Like, boy, you better respect me. Like, mm-hmm. we better we gotta, we gotta study our books. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah, still like that. Yeah, like, you know, like, don't play with me, don't, I don't play that, you know, like, it's a different vibe, but, which I loved for Brandy, you know what I mean, but Monica was definitely that, she was ride or die, she, she was, was the real chick, like, I didn't realize, I said she had gotten a tattoo at 13, 14, that shouldn't surprise me, I went to high school with people who were, like, 15, 16 years old, they had to, I'm like, how was this even, how did you even, guys, were you able to do that? But Monica, you know, she was dating C murder, you know, and also I think too, you know, they were saying that people had more of a, people had a crush on Mo- on Monica a little bit more because she was, you know, closer to whiteness and she was closer to what a pop star should look like because she, you know, was light skinned and had straight hair. And also Clive Davis, you know, was trying to make her into a, a kind of wanted her going on the Whitney Houston lane in terms of like giving her a bunch of pop songs pop ballads and she's like no i'm a hood ass yeah. chick i want to be who i am you know and that captivated audiences i think as adults brandy's music didn't really stick because it is hard to make that transition um and with monica you know her her music as an adult it wasn't i mean i don't it wasn't like you know songs that everyone like every what you know even white people knew <laughs> songs that were definitely you know um, uh, very supported by the black community, especially she's from Atlanta, and they said in Atlanta they support their artists to the T, you know, to the bone. Oh yeah, Atlanta's heavy like that. Like it's it's strong. Like their community outreach is like solid. 
Yeah, I don't. I feel like you don't really get that with Brandy because I was even telling my um um, the, I was ask, uh, asking somebody like it or it kind of felt like Brandy wasn't really marketed as like oh she's from L.A. Like she, you know what I'm saying? Could be just she could be from anywhere. Like they didn't really like you know what someone like Beyonce they'll always let you know I'm from Houston or you know Rihanna yeah. I'm from Barbados. It didn't really kind of feel yeah. that with Brandy. Um. But I felt so bad for her because, like, she was kind of sheltered. And even as an adult, she still had her mom trying to clean up some of the messes that she was doing. I would say messes, but, you know, people make mistakes. But when you're in the public eye and you're Black, you know, and you're yeah. a girl, it's like you get judged so much harsher, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was kind of glad to see that people got introduced to Brandy's music and people tell, you know, that's what telling people. That's why she's a vocal Bible. That's why when she played those yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was like, this girl got, and I was like, and to me, I was like, Brandy won, okay? This girl got name dropped by Tupac and Biggie before she was even, uh, before I think she was even old enough to drive or drink or vote or whatever. Yeah. That's a whole flex right there. Um, I wish, mm-hmm. that, you know, she could have been a little bit more, um, you know, obviously, you know, appropriate, but apparently, but I think they were playing around too, but. Um, I think so. I think it was more for. It was more for publicity, just giving the people what they want. It was like tired of hearing about it. And also probably just so people could leave them alone. Like I'm sure they get fifty million comments a day asking about their beef and get tagged and so much stuff. Like it's annoying, it's tiring. So it's just like, all right, let me do something so everybody just shuts up. But also the thing too I loved about the, what I love about the verses is that for like kids who are younger than us who didn't grow who don't know who Brandy and Monica are like they get a chance to hear their music to to be exposed to them. Um, I wonder if why a lot of white folks were tuning in, but I, I, it looked like it was mostly black people because I'm like even Brandy was a blueprint for a lot of white folks as well. Because if you think about it, she was the our the our Britney Spears before they had a Britney Spears, or even before Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus. Because you know nowadays it, it's normal for teen teen girls to do music and um, and acting as well. It wasn't really a thing until I feel like Brandy was doing it in the '90s. I could be wrong, but that's what it seemed like. Um, it was like her, Brandy, and, and Monica and Aaliyah. And they were the first like teen black girls to be, you know, endo- embraced by everyone, everyone and their mama. So um, I was, I was really happy to see it. I mean, and it's sad that they were feuding back in the day because there could have been a lot more. They didn't really for a song as big as the boy is mine that was number one 13 weeks. They only did very few performances. They did one performance at the VMAs. They could have shoot. They could have gone on a whole tour for, um, in oh, yeah. the back in the day. But shoot, even to well, I could see it today, but who knows? You know, depending because egos. But I was like, if Brandy and Monica put out an album together, like a like a sister the sister type of album. Oh, yeah. Fire. Fire, literally. <laughs> like, I could definitely see um, Erica Badu and Chill Scott probably doing one, because obviously their their verses was more um, more, nat- more natural and more organic. Yeah, I, you know what, but see, I feel like that has... All right, so that goes side by side with being comfortable with who you are and loving yourself unconditionally and not putting no curtain up against the wall. Because mm-hmm. one thing that Jill Scott and Erica Badu is they do not fake no funk. They are who they are, and that's that. So there, so there doesn't come any confusion when, it, when you hear their music or when you play their music side by side or when you compliment, realize, not realize, but I've seen actually in their verses, like they were so like, yes, like this is my vibe. Like it's true artist appreciation period period and i feel like we don't get enough of it just because and sometimes it's not even it's not even just them artists and they not liking one another it's the people around them their camps or nowadays with social media you go on twitter 
which granted I should maybe follow certain, but even if you don't follow certain, even if you don't follow certain people, the first thing you see on Twitter, on Black Twitter or Music Twitter or Gay Twitter is, you know, Cardi is better than Nicki. Nicki was done wrong by the industry. I'm like, that shit gets on my nerves. Like, <laughs> and I can enjoy both, and it's fine. Like, I like it's okay. I'm not taking money away from anybody. We could all eat, but that was my whole push with the whole um with Nicki Minaj's radio, which I really, I personally really like Nicki Minaj's business because Shorty is about her business and she handles hers. And she's like, you know, you're not going to make a path for me. I'm going to make my own path. Because everybody, when she was going on radio stations, they did nothing but constantly want to talk about drama. She's like, yo, I don't want to talk about this. Like, this is just not what I'm trying to talk about. So she went and she had her own radio station and she now can talk about what she wants to talk about. We love to see it. Um, I'm trying to think. I would love to see, I, I mean, it's never going to happen, but I would love to see a Foxy Brown and Little Kim versus. I think it would benefit Foxy. And I might think it would benefit Foxy more than Little Kim because obviously we know Little Kim was bigger. And I think part of the reason was, well, I mean, what are the Foxy, Did Foxy get arrested though? Huh? Foxy, girl's been arrested. That girl has been arrested multiple times. She's fought people multiple. Like, <laughs> Huh? And she'd be in the studio, she'd be in the jail. Honestly, like locked up. Like that's what I think is the problem. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she I mean not she's not locked up now, but um she's she's literally she was literally the Azalea Banks before Azalea Banks. The only difference is that uh, Foxy Brown had hits, you know. Azalea Banks, it's sad. I said it's sad for Azalea Banks because more people associate with her with her Twitter beefs and rants and whatever than her music. Have you listened to her music? Who Azalea Banks? Hell yeah. Okay, let's say her music is pop. Like her music actually is really good. She's really popular over in the UK and everything like that. Like, yeah. like really strongly popular. Like yeah, success. Think, yeah, I think what it is is that they kind of over in those countries they kind of appreciate the nuances of. I wouldn't say the nuances of black music, but I feel like here in America, we kind of put people, music artists, especially artists of color in a certain box and expect them to make a, type, a certain type of music. But it's like overseas, they- Or look a certain way. A certain way. Which is why she got black because she was not quote unquote pretty enough. Who, uh, uh, Zaya? Azalea, yeah. Yeah, I mean that and the and the and the beef because that girl be beefed with every damn body. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, that Foxy and Little Kim thing will end in a shootout. But and because you know, <laughs> nothing about it. I, I just don't. <laughs> I would need everybody to go to metal detector before you go into this building. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. Shoot, I, I mean, who knows? To be honest, Foxy just might take off her hearing aids or whatever, or throw one of them in Little Kim's face and hit her eye or whatever. Like, I, you know, I feel that I just I don't get. I, I mean, when it comes to beefs, hip hop beefs, whatever, it doesn't mean matter genre. It's twenty plus something years. I would think when someone turns forty or fifty, you just let it go, or you, you know, it just ain't that serious. It's never that serious. Like, I remember, should I, I'm saying serious. I'm like, when I was at serious, I was at Shade 45. We could, um, they couldn't play Mariah Carey or um, Ashanti because, you know, Shade 45 is an Eminem and, you know, yeah. and Eminem. And also Eminem is big friends with 50 Cent, 50 Cent, Murder, Inc. Beef. And Mariah Carey and Ashanti are from Long Island. So I'm, I'm always repping them. But actually, we can go into Ashanti right now because, these Did you see her in um in which uh I think she's in Joyner's new video video in uh, 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it, but I was gonna talk about this white influencer because she's gonna learn today. Did you see that? Oh that was a white girl. So this this white girl, I think her name is Danielle Cone. Cone, she's 14. She's a no, she's mixed. She's black and white, I believe it is. So something like that. I I think or so, I don't know. Somebody's mom made a whole like TikTok and was like, I'm proud of my daughter. So I was assuming it was talking about her. And I seen the TikTok because she was with her boyfriend, she was dancing or whatever. Right, she was da- dancing. She's kind of like heavy set. Oh, I see it. I, I didn't see the. I didn't see the picture of the mom. I'm like, was the mom black? Oh, it's on, I think it's on the shade room. I want to say it's on. Yeah, I think it's on the shade room. She's got oh curly hair, um, the mom or whatever. But she's like, I study music, and I'm proud of her that she went and she got the copyright because the way, which also is a thing because it depends on how it's copyrighted because the, the song might have not actually been Ashanti's like own right song which i know she was blackballed not blackballed but like kind of like in the black in the back end of the industry when she was with um uh Erdo. yeah she's she went through that whole drama and stuff like that and they kicked her off of certain songs i don't know like that um the woman that jayla's in with her oh, that's wow. not her Jayla yeah. voice that's Dante's voice yeah. now they had J-Lo in there because J-Lo had a bigger buzz and that whole Latina push was happening. Yeah. Well, it was also Tommy Mottola was trying to sabotage Mariah's career. And this also just happened happened to be around the time that Selena had died. So they made a movie about her. So J-Lo yeah. became a star. So it's kind of like screwing over Mariah Carey to make J-Lo a star and having Ashanti help along the way. Um, yeah, because like, J Lo does a lot of ghost just does a lot of ghost singing. I mean, well, not go. She she ain't the ghost. People ghost she sing, can sing, but it's she don't be singing. Yeah, it's not that good. And I would also think that you know, with her with the schedule she probably had, she probably didn't have enough time to sing all, all those vocals. So it's probably like, oh, we'll just get some leftovers because J Lo was doing movies and she was had endorsements and you know. Yeah. And, that girl was literally all over the all over the place in the in the two thousands, um, in in the early two thousands, but yeah, this white I was just but even even whether she was half black or a drop of black to be honest, I was like that's yeah, that's that cover was horrible, it was bland, unseasoned chicken. I was just like, this is so disrespectful, and I'm like, that's not girl, that's not how it works. And your merchandising, I saw you got to take a copy of uh, uh, um, you know, uh, a portion of whatever. She signed, she's so that girl, she signed a contract for the copyrights, so they she pays a portion of whatever she earns to the label that owns the copyrights of that song, and then she gets another cut. Okay, my, my bad. I'm like sending a text message. It's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, but hopefully, um, I don't really be on TikTok, but hopefully it helps, um, introduces a new generation because I'm sure that girl, that girl was 14. She's born into that means. Oh, everybody was commenting on it. Then. They were like, thank you so much for reminding me of this song. Now I'm going to go look up the real song. <laughs> like, that's, that's like good. Some, some covers are just not good. I remember I was watching a clip of, I was watching Jesus Mero show and freaking Ashley Tisdale, which I love her, but she did a cover of Destiny <laughs> Child. I was like, oh, it was not. Oh. She did a cover of Destiny Child saying my name. I was like, I never want to hear that again. I never want to hear that. You don't do not do the do the song. You just gentrify. Yeah, I think you just leave black people's song to black people. Not, not it, I, I mean, because no, because white there's some white people got soul, and I just say that. Okay, Adele. All right, Adele. Jo, jo, <laughs> I was gonna see Adele. I think is overrated, but I was gonna say JoJo because JoJo did a cover of SWV's Week. Oh, 
See, JoJo can sing, but she annoys me as her personality. I mean that in the nicest way possible. Yeah, true. I'm about to say, someone just texted me, do I remember? Oh, for those who don't know, obviously we're taping today and it's 9-11. I don't remember 9-11 at all, surprisingly. No, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I really don't. Um, I was five. My memory is wonky, to be honest. Also, what I do, what my mom did tell me was that my sister was supposed to be in where, you know, the, the, that, where it happened, um, because she went to the French Culinary Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I was, uh, uh, going back and forth with my friends. I was like, what, you know, because I'm a little boozy, y'all. So I was telling them, I'm like, I love kale. My sister put me on a kale, whatever. But yeah, French Culinary is in the middle in Lower Manhattan. Um, she didn't go that day, so she was able, you know, so it was kind of, you're like, wow. Um, but they were, but I was in kindergarten around the time, and what my mom did, I do remember my mom telling me was that I was around, the school was mostly, I don't know if it was mostly, but I think a lot of the staff members were Middle Eastern, and obviously we know how they got treated um, after 9-11, and, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, it made me also think about cancel culture for a minute, just because, you know, growing up, I was, you know, growing up in a white area, you do whatever well, for me, I was doing whatever it took for me to try to fit in, even if it was making jokes that are like, oh my God, I said that. I was making a lot really? of Osama Bin Laden jokes, I remember. And I actually apologized to this girl a couple months ago, because I remember I was like 15 or 16, I asked her, because I I'd never, when I met this girl, that was the first time I ever met a Black person who was Muslim, or at least they were yeah. They told me they were Muslim, and I think I asked her, I was like, oh, something, uh, I forgot, the, I really honestly forgot the question, it was something, but I think it had terrorists in it, and I was like, oh my god, over the years, I was like, oh my god, like, really bad, you know, um, yeah. it goes back to the whole, can I mean, it depends on cancel culture, because obviously R. Kelly is someone who has to be canceled, but I do think that we is should- Is R. Kelly canceled, though? I mean, I don't, I make, I make a conscious effort not to listen to his music. Now, if it's yeah. a song that he wrote or he would ha just have to be featured on, I feel like I don't have a choice because I like those some of the song artists, like, for example, Black or B2K, they had like one at the most, maybe four, five, two, three songs. And most of the songs were written by R. Kelly. I'm like, what am I supposed to gonna do? And I'm listening to the songs. I'm like, I damn well know it doesn't have to do with Kitty, Kitty stuff. Because, you know, he was on a song about yeah. kids. A black mm -hmm. like an 808 and it was really it was basically about what was it about like messing around with someone who you know um while their girlfriend or boyfriend whatever is working a nine-to-five job and coming home after 12 yeah. or whatever but um well i guess we can go segue into cancel the kardashians well it didn't really got the show didn't really get canceled they decided to cancel the show but they uh, decided to cancel their show because we all know they've been canceled honestly they've been canceled <laughs> their drama all their back and forth, all the lives they ruined, like, we're tired of seeing it. And I'm honestly not here for Kim pretending to be, like, down with, with black people and everything. I don't know if you've seen her post. Shorty is chilling in Atlanta with mm -hmm. Monica and Lala. <laughs> They've been friends for years, but I know Monica is trying to use... Yeah, I'm trying to get up out of ATL like she goes to ATL. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing headlines. She trying to divorce Kanye, but all of a sudden now she's trying to be cool with the black culture and be down. Honestly. I'm just gonna need her to stop trying to reinvent her career with other black people. And that's what she does to stay relevant. But what I did actually, but the, what I did look up is that the organization, obviously, it's a work or two black lawyers. What they were saying is that the organization or, or innocence project they're kind of part of that helped free these black people 
Kim, they, uh, Kim was the one who funded them. So she's the face of it, but it's also be, partly the reason is that, you know, she funded them because it costs a lot of money and a lot of people didn't want to put up the money um, for, yeah. for, you know, to help with it. So, and also, I mean, I don't know these black women lawyers, but maybe they're the type of people that don't want to be in front of the scenes, but it is kind of- They're all black, they're all bla they're black women. I don't know if you've, if you've ever seen, but they're black women. I think there is about four of them yeah. and they honestly, don't give a shit about Kim Kardashian or anything. They just genuinely want to free these people. Like, that's their mission. Like, if this is what it's going to take for us to free them, and we don't have to do anything but basically, like, give this girl credit, gladly, no problem. Because at the end of the day, people, these inmates who got out, yeah, and these inmates who get out, they know who actually got them out. They know it wasn't Kim Kardashian. Like, it's just her money. Like, the same way that she funded her own fire department when the forest fires were breaking out in California. Like, the same shit. It's just that she has money. So she's like, what should I do with my millions today? Like, if I had the same money, I would do the same thing. I would give back every single day. But if bitches out here struggling right now, we ain't there yet, oh, but I'll get there. Facts. <laughs> facts. I'm definitely, I'm definitely thinking about that. I was, um, I think I was on Facebook and someone was saying, um, because, uh, you know, Dr. Dre is divorcing his wife, um, Nicole, and she, that girl. <laughs> Oh, 32 or something like that, Shorty Need or something like that. Yeah. $1 a month, and she wanted $900,000 a month for entertainment. So someone from Very Smart Brothers basically wrote what would he would do with that money. And I was thinking, somebody in, commented on my thing and said, I would spend 100 of it to charity. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, I would do the same. I, I mean, when I reach out to the plan anyway, but because New York is being gentrified, but I really want to have a safe space for um, exclu exclusively for Black and Latinx queer um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, youth and adult. Um, oh, that's, yeah, um, that's, that's really the, the goal of mine. But um, yeah, but I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to send charity. I mean, well, also it's a tax write-off for people who don't know. That is a tax write-off. I also want to know what the entertainment was that he did for that because a bitch been entertained before and I'm telling you, these niggas, like, I'm trying to get some $900,000 entertainment. What the fuck kind of entertainment Probably, is that? I'm having Beyonce or Drake sing her lullabies at night. For <laughs> every time Oprah wakes you up and gives you a great positive speech every morning. Honestly. Your affirmations are heard from Morgan Freeman. Literally, in, in person. In person. Because they all live... They all live in the same area, but I think Dr. Dre is kind of dilute. First of all, you had kids with this woman. I mean, she's a white woman, but I'm still going to defend her. One, you had two, you had kids with this woman. Two, there's reports of you being abusive to her, towards her. And three, you know one thing about white women, they're not going to go out without without some 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 coins. And no. You know she's like, yo, you know how much I had to suck your nasty dick? She's like, you thought that shit was fun? Honestly. You thought that shit was fun? You thought I enjoyed it? And you, what? Honestly. Nah. Like, and she deserves to have that kind of, they're rich or whatever. I, don't, I mean, I don't know the kids or whatever, but I'm sure the kids do not want to see their mom, you know, going from ra from riches to, ra to rags, like, and they're, and they're living. Imagine, like, if, I, if I'm, you know, if I'm living with my rich dad or whatever, my mom, whatever, I wouldn't want my mom, you know, living in a small little apartment, you know, in, in Brooklyn, whatever, struggling, whatever the case may be. So, you know, I think $22 million is is a little bit much, but I could see where she's going because, you know, Dr. Dre makes money through beats, so he's always going to have money. Oh, yeah. She's old. Her time is done. She's like, how am I going to start a career? How am I going to take care of myself? And it's like, also the money, also all that money's not going to go towards her, to be honest, because people have to forget with settlements and lawsuits, it's, what is it? It's like, it's, it's, it's the lawyer, then the IRS, and if you're on welfare, because my aunt was and telling me, money. Huh? and if you 
and if she owes any money. Yeah, that's what people said. I'm like, what would you do with a million dollars? I was like, uh, first of all, you got to give me that million dollars. You mean five hundred thousand? Uh huh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, exactly. Because no, because I'm like, I don't need. I mean, I, of course, I want to pay student loans, but I don't need IRS coming. I'm like, no, 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 no. This Negro needs all the coin. Needs all these coins given to him. You're not gonna take yeah. it. You take some shit from Donald Trump or Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian. Don't leave me in my million and my million dollar check alone. That's why I'm like, I have a love relationship. Hey, hey, with the taxes and stuff. But um, but you were definitely right about the whole Kardashians. Like, I also feel like too, it's kind of like people don't watch TV any. I, we stopped having cable years ago because that shit costs money. It costs money. Um, you know, and also like social media things happen so fast on social media, like that whole Jordan Wood scandal happened in February and they still did two episodes on it in May, which is mad late, you know, especially and Chloe's already back with Tristan. Back with Tristan and Courtney don't even yeah. really want to be a part of it. Chloe see I mean I'm so Courtney. Courtney seems so afraid when it comes to the whole, you know, being on the show. And she had I mean, she I mean she may be problematic in her own ways, but not really to be honest, but like probably the most mildest. But she was always the most level headed. Like she was this one who said, Kim, people are I love that about her. Courtney was my favorite because she was not she's like I'm not doing what all y'all doing. Like, all this bouncing around everything for the views. Because, you know, more than half of the stunts that Kim did was for the views. More than half the stunts that Chloe did was for the views. Courtney, I'm just trying to have fun. That's why she would do nothing but call everybody out on this shit. And Scott, I'm so sorry, but I was just waiting for the day that Scott was going to be like, he fucked Chloe. And, like, I still have my fears of, like, you know, my wearies about that. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh... I don't know. This is a little yeah. bit too close for comfort. Like as as somebody who has four sisters, mm, I'm my, I'm gonna need my sisters to not be that close to my partner. Uh, oh, I was gonna say I do have some tea on that, but we'll talk about that after. But um, but 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 yeah, like and, and I, I didn't realize she she was the first. She was the only one who went to college. She um started working at um she started working at uh the I think she was the one who opened up the clothing store and got. Courtney, uh, I mean, Kim and, uh, let me get these sisters' names confused, Kim and Chloe Jobs. But also, like mm-hmm. you said, with the whole Kanye West thing, I think that Kim, you know, Kanye West has really been going through a lot this year. Even though he said some problematic things, I do feel like at this point, reality TV, if, if she really wants to either save her marriage or maybe she may not want to save her marriage, but you have kids mm-hmm. with, with this man. So you still have to be by his, not all the way, because it's not a woman's job to fix a man, but reality show is not is not should not co- go together with 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 what Kanye is going through right now and we all know yeah. he's not going to be president but 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 like it just doesn't need to be that stuff does not really need to be documented um yeah. but it's a yeah we're entering a new phase and they really did change the ecosystem and to be mm-hmm. there was a time i wanted it i wanted my family to have a reality show but now at this point when you find out how manufactured reality tv is and i'm just like i don't yeah. want i don't need cameras in my i don't even like to be on Inst- i don't like to show my face on instagram all the time i mean all yeah. my instagram stories like i don't need to be on on Cam- cameras in my face 24 7 you know things are getting edited and distorted and whatever without my consent you know or, or my my creative control um but honestly i feel like chris is this is not going to be last i'm like chris is not going to stop pimping like literally he's going to find a way like she, she might honestly to be on and probably when the kids get older she'll have them do some some reality show or something on in god what instagram will turn into or maybe like zeus maybe you know zeus because now zeus is trying to zeus is, zeus is big zeus has um black china's um reality show on there i'm not sure if it got, it's renewed yet or anything like that but i know yeah, I that, that. Her on there 
Yeah, they gave her another show. It was documenting people who have OnlyFans, uh, fans only accounts, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, fans only. And then um, Chance from Real Chance of Love has another show on there. Oh God! I'm yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm. Well, first of all, I have. Uh, listen, I'm trying to, y'all. I'm a. I'm. I'm at the adulting age, and I'm trying to cut back on my costs. So, Kalik, don't be for Kalik. Plus, I put the episodes for free on YouTube because most motherfuckers say they're not paying for. for free. Do be free. Most episodes do be free. I definitely check out the free episodes here and then. I'm not paying all that. I already paid for Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I don't pay for Disney Plus till November because I have Verizon, so they gave us a, you know, along with that. Oh, for free, yeah. For a year, so um, I don't really watch anything. I don't know. It's just, ugh. It's so weird trying to watch stuff as an uh, like adult shows. And, I mean, like kids shows and as, as an adult. I do want to get back to, I mean, Girlfriends. Um, It's back on, Um, it's on, I'm not back, but it's on Netflix now. That, yeah, they gave full creative control. They said, you know, we won't tamper with anything. This is all you. I love girlfriends. I love Mara Brock Ali. I would love to see a girlfriends reboot. It may not even if it doesn't have to have the original cast members. It can be like a nuanced um, show about you know black black girlfriends. You know black uh, black yeah. girl. You know girl girl friendship groups or whatever the case may be. You know something with Kiki Palmer and maybe one where they have someone who's a queer like a lesbian. Yeah, listen, Kiki, keep a check, Palmer. I just saw that she did. She has a um, an endorsement with Heine, one of those beer companies, or tequila. Yeah. I want to say she did the uh, a theme song to um, respect that. See, and that all goes back to Brandy because Brandy literally paved the way. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Shit out of that. She killed that shit. Yo. Was like, I'm just trying to respect Aretha. She's like, because ain't nobody could do it like Aretha. And I was like, you know, that's why you win, Kiki. You I'm keep winning. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to see. Um, I know with, with uh, Brandy, I would love to see her be a judge on The Voice. I think that would be a good gig for her. Obviously, before she, I don't out. want her on The Voice because I can't stand The Voice. You can't, damn. I the mean, Voice is too much drama. Like those judges are always going through drama. I did not know. I don't watch the show. I'm just thinking it's a good check. It's a good paycheck. But also my thing, too, is that I feel I, it feels insulting to have singing shows and you have judges who can't sing. I mean, Paula Abdul, yeah. she had that vivacious, that nice personality. But all the other people, whatever, these you girls... Think so? huh? Is Paula Abdul a real singer or is she just phenomenal at stage presence? And that's what okay. captivates people. Exactly. True. That's what she's a judge and in all these shows like in American Idol and everything that she was a judge of stage presence not the voice not even that it's like what can you do to bring, come to the stage and bring it you know true although maybe Brandy could be one of the mentors on the show for a couple I, mean, I don't know if she has yeah it would have been nice yeah because I'm like she definitely can sing and she I saw that she was giving Monice from Love and Hip Hop some skill some some help with the vocals um I also but she saw only worked Real artist though Brandy Brandy only works with real art she's not working with like these up and comers and stuff like that. she's like only and then on top of it, you have to remember Moniz is also a songwriter. Mm-hmm. She's very respectable because Moniz has been in the industry for as long as Brandy. Yeah, um, I was we're gonna say a songwriter. What was it? Oh, Victoria Monet. I was listening. So I've been listening to her album. Um, what's her album called again? Jaguar. Um, and I didn't really. But one of my friends pointed out to me that one of her one of the songs in the album is um, was uh, a little bit was about Kalani. Her and Kalani used to date two years ago um, before Kalani had left her and got pregnant. Um, with, I, don't, I don't know if the guy was... I was really, very, very confused. I was like, 
the person you're having a baby with is gay, but or bi, but you're. Bi. I, I was, and I'm like, and then he hasn't really been in her life, and like they, they broke up. I thought I was like, listen, Kalan, if you want a baby, you could have just pulled the Jody. I mean, you have. I'm sure you have money. There's plenty of of, of single queer lesbian women who have babies and be the single mom by themselves. But it, maybe I don't know. They all. I was very confused by that. Um, but um. You know, uh, Victoria Monet can do no wrong. I love her music. I would love for her to be bigger. Yeah. Um, I think she will be bigger. I mean, she says in her songwriting bag. I didn't realize she wrote so many, like, and that is really the way to get to the bag is just songwriting because she wrote for Fifth Harmony, Ariana Grande. She wrote a lot of Ariana Grande songs. Um, she walked, worked with Diddy Dirty Money. Like, it, yeah. the sex just keep coming in for her. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, Oh, Kelly Clarkson. They said apparently Kelly Clarkson said she didn't. She never really wanted to do the talk show. I was like, she has like she has a show, the Kelly Clarkson show. I think it's on NBC. I yeah, say. I know, but I feel like Kelly Clarkson always uses that excuse because she did the same thing with like her whole weight loss journey oh, and everything. That like I really didn't want to do that. She's like, I was just doing that because everybody was just like kind of like making me do it. She's like, I didn't really want to do it. She's like, I love being big and being proud. Well, when, when how how long ago was this? Was this like a couple years ago or? I think she was doing Weight Watchers or something like that, or Jenny Craig or something. She was on the commercials. Oh, okay, I was I just had to ask this because I know sometimes record labels will make artists you know lose weight you know um, especially women. Oh artists. yeah, but they were definitely trying to make her lose weight. I believe it was after her kid or before her kid, something like that. That sucks. I'm just like it doesn't define an artist. Also, Kelly Clarkson is not like she's not she's not the type of pop star that it's kind of like her weight is the end all be all of her career. If that makes sense, like she makes me, yeah. you know, like my like I went to the white high school and college. My professors and teachers are the are the people who listen to who are Kelly Clarkson consumers. Like she makes music for soccer moms. <laughs> yeah, she does. But, you know, like you know, Britney try. You know, Britney and Christina. Those were the girls who made songs for you know girls who are twenty one and want to bop it in the club. But I was kind of like I went to a taping of her show for the week of my birthday, and I was a little bit iffy about the show because first of all, it was people trying to like she was reading a lot from a teleprompter, and I'm like, if you have to have some read from a teleprompter, it's kind of like kind of feeding her information or feeding her things to say which kind of made me look at her crazy as a talk show host I guess I don't know yeah. um, it felt a little bit more natural on the real um you know but like I just I feel like what some singers trying to do like some singers try to translate into acting and talk show and it's just not very good in my opinion I mean I see Garcelle Bervois, I want to say that's her name. Um, Haitian actress, she was on Jamie Foxx, and now she's on the Beverly Hills Housewives. <laughs> she, she's the reason why Black people be talking about the Beverly Hills Housewives now. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I mean, I knew who Denise Richards and, and Kylie Richards and whatever were, but now I see more people talking about them more often on the Facebook page. I am on, <laughs> on my Facebook. Um, but now she's uh, going to be an addition to The Real. And I personally thought, I thought Michelle Williams and Monica and Kiki Palmer would be good additions on the show. Um, I Granted, I, I guess Kiki Palmer might have other things in plan because she wants to do a more millennial um, version of The Real, which I can understand just, be of, just because it would have been weird for her to be on The Real because she's closer to our age and she's a little bit far yeah. further away from the age of Lonnie, of Alani Love or Jimmy Mai. So her opinions yeah. and her outlook on things might be a little bit much different from them. Um, yeah. I think Monica would have been good, but Monica's in Atlanta and um, I mean, it would be one thing she could, obviously someone she can go back and forth because Eve does the same thing with the talk. Like when she's not filming the talk, she's back in London. 
Um, yeah. but with, with, uh, um, not with Monica, she's in Atlanta. So, and she's raising kids and she's directly involved yeah. in her kids' life. She's not one of them girls who, you know, um, you know, it needs a, you know, a nanny or whatever the case may be. Yeah. She probably doesn't want to, you know, have to come film and be away from her kids. And now that her kids are becoming teenagers, Michelle Williams would also make a great addition as well. I think she's in the LA area anyways, but yeah, Michelle Williams is, would be really good. I think she would go to offer a really good, uh, perspective. Sorry, y'all. My Twitter is going up. Um, but, um, yeah, she gives me daytime talk show vibes, you know? I like that. I mean, like, for me, I'm just tired of the whole talk show vibe. Like, I've, I've literally tried to watch The Real and The Table Talk. I've, like, I've tried. Like, I've literally tried. And it's interesting for a little bit, but just all the information that they're saying, I can still find that on social media. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but it's just, like... It's not fit for me. Like, I would go for Kiki Palmer to do her own show because I feel like she would talk about stuff that I actually want to talk about. Facts. Big facts. Um, and I'm and I'm not really familiar with Garcelle, but hopefully we get to know her. I mean, I never, I have yet to watch the Jamie Foxx show. Listen, y'all, I, I'm still trying to earn my black card back. There are some shows she, I haven't been good. in. She's like, um, like, I think I... I think I saw her on, I feel like I saw her on there. Isn't it? But anyway, she, she plays a really bougie, like, black role. Like, she, but I don't know if you know this, she also divorced her, her husband, I believe, is cheating on her and everything yeah. like that or whatever. He was white. She had twins and everything. So she got a divorce, really messy, all that stuff and everything like that. So she's got some she's got some she's got a voice to say stuff which i'm excited to see because sometimes i feel like they all just get kind of giddy and it's just like i need somebody to hit me with the hard real adult women shit yeah um, and it's kind of varies just because sometimes like I like I value some of their opinions in, in different topics. I think with some of the customers on the reel, there's something that they talk about that like I think because a lot of them have been in the industry for years or some of them have been in it in it since they're kids, some of their opinions are very um they're not real you know, like they don't think like real world, if that makes sense. You know, like Lonnie Love mm-hmm. is the one who probably is a more logical. Um, just because, you know, she came in the industry as an adult, so she's lived a regular life. I mean, I mean, obviously, Adrienne would talk about growing up poor and in, in, in New York City, but she was in 3 w when she was 14 or 15. Um, same thing with... Mm-hmm. Huh? And then had Disney money. Yeah, Disney money as well. Um, but, like, I love Jeannie Mai when she talks about mental health and trauma and things of that nature. I like when Adrian kind of talks about the industry and things that you, that, that come with it being in at a young age. Um, I like Lonnie kind of talking about some of her life experiences and how to play the role in where she is today. Although I'm not here for her slander about black men saying they cheat because all men cheat, period. I went to school. Mm-hmm. I had a, I remember I had a classmate who's, um, uh, who had a, whose um, uh, dad had a mistress and our mom knew about the mistress and still went on about her business. Um, you know, so they, they cheat too. And mind you, this classmate is rich. You know, white, white men cheating, rich white men cheating <laughs> be a whole different, the whole different so they Sneaky shit, some murder. It's like, they get around, like, yo, it's, it's loud. Best to see part of it's married. Ain't no cheating allowed. The fuck, try me, nigga. Try me. Try me. I'm probably going to shoot your <laughs> shit up. Shoot your <laughs> oh lord y'all that's not the ones i mess with you be busting windows of the car like jasmine sullivan i'm gonna burn the car 
Oh Lord. <laughs> you like did you listen to Jasmine Sullivan's new song by the way? I did. You know I every anything with Jasmine, unfortunately, I unfortunately, unfortunately I've listened to it. And it's been pretty good, honestly. Like everybody like usually whenever I start dating a guy, they usually like, ooh, the scent Jasmine. I'm like, yeah, I know it smells good. I'm like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, um, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan. I don't really like Jasmine Sullivan's new song, but I'm glad that oh, coming out. Oh, that's, I think, the music about the Jasmine said, "You're like, I don't really like the Jasmine." So I was like, "Well, you know what? Get you. You ain't gotta like my stuff." The singer, you know, Jasmine Buster Windows. I need you bad. She has a new song called Lost. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, it doesn't really have any. It's more so acoustic. I think that's another reason, and it's very short. But I like that. She, you know, she's putting out music just to put, I mean, she's putting out music. Um, this is her first single in like four years. The last song she did was the Insecure song with for Insecure. And then her album Reality Show was like almost like five, six years ago. I wasn't even, I was like 19, 18 years old when that came, when um, that was her most recent album that came out. And I love me some Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> I think she's very over, um, um, huh? I, me too. I love her. I think she's underrated. Yeah, hella underrated. I think Adele's overrated. I think that, you know, why can't Jasmine Sullivan have the same success as Adele? Granted, um, it's like the comparing thing, it doesn't really, because they're two completely different artists, but they kind of make similar soul music. But um, I just, I don't know why artists take long ass breaks. I was like, what was Jasmine going through? Like, you know, I know sometimes. the label it's usually like label drama and stuff like that because studio time does cost money so usually like if you don't match the numbers up the label is not gonna put money into investing in you again so now you just gotta wait a little bit build your money up build some credibility and stuff like that or at least until somebody be like here's some free time that's what I'm thinking. And I'm also thinking to myself, like, oh, I thought maybe Jasmine will leave because I know that Randy is now independent because she was in label drama. That's why it took eight years to come out. With mm-hmm. and, she was in bad label drama. Yeah, they wanted her. I didn't realize, now I understood why. They basically, she was, I think Brandy was under, she was under Chameleon, and Chameleon had switched from, because she was signed to their label, which was distributed by RCA, but they had wanted to switch to Epic or another label, and they wanted Brandy to sign a contract with, with them and that label, but, you know, they that would have involved a 360 deal, and Brandy came up at a time where there were no 360 deals, so basically, they're going to dip into the money that she makes from, because she doesn't just do music, she does other stuff, too. So that's why I can understand why they were like, okay, well, if you don't sign this contract, you'll, we'll clip you. But she's like, I'm not signing no 360 deal. So, you know. Um, I'm pretty confident she had a reality show too, Brandy. She, yeah, she did. She had a couple of reality. Well, I don't know if it was really called. So the first one was about her being and a she her mom. Wasn't yeah. her mom like stealing money from her or something like that? I don't know about stealing money. I don't think of it. I've never heard about that. Um, cause I, I, obviously she would have spoken about it. I knew that, Mo- I knew that Brandy, I was about to say Monica, I knew that Brandy had dropped her mom as a manager just as she got older. Cause you know. Yeah. Like it was some drama stuff. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I'm pretty confident it was like some type of money, money, like the mom wanted more money or something, or was doing something with the contracts, like something like that. And then she was just like, yo, mom, I don't want you to be my manager no more. Like, you're not good. You're not helping me. Like, I'm struggling like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I would love to see a Brandy memoir documentary. That'd also be good as well. I don't know about a biopic, but definitely maybe a documentary about her whole life. And um, I know Rihanna's coming out with- I would love a documentary. 
Um, Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, I, I thought because Fantasia's independent as well. Because I know her, the three of them were supposed to do songs together. But I was like, like I was like, well, maybe Jasmine Sullivan will go independent. And be like, because Jasmine Sullivan, you give her, you give her anything, she can, she can do the song good justice. But I'm hoping that I'll mm-hmm. too. I don't need listen. She could have just she could have just dropped the album to Beyonce. She didn't have to do the whole, especially now. Beyonce dropped Beyonce back in 2013, and now everyone and their mama thinks they can get do like her and put out surprise albums. Plus, I don't think people really expect albums to sell that well <laughs> this year just because of the coronavirus. Because it's not really enough time for people to really do intimate and live performances or get songs played in clubs and shit like that. So. Um, listen, Jasmine Sullivan, we're rooting for you. Please put out more music. Don't come, don't be doing long breaks. And I know that artists be doing long breaks just because, um, you know, artists do long breaks just because, you know, they write songs. So it take, they want to get inspired and take time to do that. But I also feel like we're in this Asian era where it's not really allowed for that to happen. Um, maybe even with R&B singers, because I feel like people lose interest very quickly. You know, you have people like, and granted they're rappers, so I feel like it's more, that part of the industry is more savage, I want to say, but Future and Drake will put out song, will put out mixed albums almost every year, every six months, and kind of change, like, the al- not the algorithm of it, because it's kind of like, there's some artists that I really love, but it's kind of like, I feel like the reason why they haven't popped, like, something like Dej Loaf, she's not consistent, and we're not consistent as an artist, but I also feel like Jasmine Sullivan kind of came at a time where huh? she's a songwriter she's a songwriter yeah and jasmine also came at a time a lot of them fall back and a lot of them fall back and end up just doing songwriting like jasmine sullivan she wrote some songs during that little break time she wrote some that's like huh so she wrote mary j blige's thick of it i remember yeah and um what's what's her name latoya luckett she's a songwriter too God bless her soul. So they all just changed. God bless Latoya's soul. Um, for, I'm saying that y'all because Latoya, she said, um, she said that after Destiny's Child, well, not really after Destiny's Child, but she kind of struggled mentally just because you know she, you know, wasn't she's all she didn't have a normal teen, teenagerhood. <laughs> Didn't wasn't happy yeah. to go to college and you know probably was doing high school on the road, and um, I guess they they had a settlement in two thousand two, but that money probably wasn't enough. Like we said, you know, people collect yeah. their own, you know, how much you get, and it can only last so many times. Like so many times, she just literally got a case against her almost like every day. Yeah. Um, Real shit. Before the recording of her first album, uh, Latoya, which went number one, which people forget that Latoya the only other Destiny's Child um, uh, alum outside Beyonce to have a number one album, and I'm yeah. like, that's a, that's really a that's a big accomplishment. I mean, I feel like a number one single. If I could go between an, if I could choose between a number one single and a number one album, I'll pick a number one album because I'm like, how could you like my body of work? Not just like I'm a hot thing at the moment, you know, song. That's really appreciative in my opinion like my full project i like that you know what yeah. i mean and that's one thing i like about but wasn't that why she was out of destiny child was because they were like we need only one star like she her voice overpowered beyonce I don't, I don't know about the voice overpowerment. I think it was more so a preference. I think that Matthew was trying to get Beyonce, was propping her up like a Diana Ross. Um, which mm. I think it worked. That, I think that if Beyonce had come out of Solo Artists in 1988, we wouldn't know who she is today because 
it was so much competition for female black female girls out in the late 90s and i feel like by the time beyonce came out brandy and monica's career kind of took a little step back even brandy and christina for a little bit and so that gave room for beyonce to become this big star um and, but yeah. I think it was more so money issues you know and more so beyonce and kelly getting pushed to the front and latoya and latavia being in the back because usually with, i mean usually with girl groups you usually have and maybe my, yeah you see the fifth harmony you know, it's not just one one superstar out of the group. I mean, Normani is on her way to becoming as big as a Camilla. You know, we'll we'll hope, we'll pray. You know, I'm a dark skin guy, so I'm rooting for Normani. But you know, girl groups it's literally like the TLC Spice Girls mold, where everyone stay, everyone has their own individual individualistic aspects of them, or it's Destiny Child, yeah. where it's a superstar and everyone else, and we can do or what without them. So um, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see her thrive. And I guess we can go to the next thrive into the last topic of the day. I don't want to keep you up for any longer. Um, uh, what you call it, uh, Megan the Stallion, since she's also a Texan. Um, our heart goes out to her, but Tori. She's gonna take him back. back. Sent her a text and said, "I'm sorry." She's gonna take him back, like the good, like the good hood woman that she. I mean that in the nicest. I really hope not. I really hope, mate. I really hope not. And I was wilding. And hmm. I really hope not. I'm sorry. If you shoot me in my foot two times, there's no coming back. First of all, I would have, I would have, I'm granted, you know, Megan, of course, got an image and she doesn't want to be in jail, but someone's life would have ended that day if you, you shoot me in the foot. Like, for what? No reason. I believe that there is to the story. I believe that everybody was acting rowdy and I believe that the gun accidentally went off. I don't believe that it was really targeted. I believe that he might have been. Because niggas with money, all of a sudden, get a little in their, little liquor in their system. They all of a sudden think they they got it. They they just shit and everything. I done heard so many hidden recordings. They just released one with Bow Wow and his ex girlfriend and stuff like that. Like I've heard the recordings and everything. These people, and I'm not trying to say Megan talks and crazy whatever, but that kind of relationship, we all know it gets crazy. It can get crazy and get toxic. And those type of dudes get crazy and a little bit of toxic. And he's gonna be like, sorry, I didn't mean that. Like it wasn't my fault. Like I was drinking, my bad, I'm be a changed man. Do I think Tori could change and my thing is, why? Why did he even have a like? You? Why did you need a gun? You're not in Compton. You're not in Watts. This is how Huh? Protect himself. But why does he need to protect himself in Hollywood Hills? Like, who? You're 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 the house of a white reality star. They were outside in the car. Hmm. Could be. Well, you know, it probably does make sense because I'm like a lot of rappers. They have over Lazell fans. I mean, we just mm-hmm. saw Eminem. They saw Eminem had a person who tried to get up all in his house and was trying to. His plan was to kill that nigga. So I could see where that kind of thing might get scary. And I was thinking also, too, maybe I know that when some rappers get famous, they still have that hood mentality or that hood mindset. Because I'm like, Tory Lane's from Canada. I think he's from a lower income part of Canada. I could be wrong. I got to ask my Canadian friends what Brampton is like. I'm not familiar with that, that, that particular, I'm not really familiar with Canada at all like that, but I'm definitely not familiar with that part of uh, that area. I thought, I think unless your car is from there or I could be wrong, but you know, every different city got different types of socioeconomic neighborhoods, but I'm just like, I would hope Megan will, I think she already knows, hopefully, who are her real friends and who's really not. Because I'm thinking to myself, when this happened, there was... I don't think she does. Huh? 
I don't think she does. And I don't genuinely think she, I genuinely don't think she gives a fuck. Like, I think she's like, she lost both her parents. She doesn't have both her parents. Like, so I, I'm pretty, people like that, they get to be very on their own. And then like, I don't trust nobody. Like, you think they have like close friends and stuff like that, but it's not, it's just a lifestyle. Like, it's just. It's industry friends because it's, it's just like, a look. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember meeting her before she became famous, and, you know, I was like, and and to be honest, I was a little bit ambivalent if she was going to blow, if if that, you know, when I met her, if she was going to blow, just because this was 2018. Cardi had just blown up, and she was kind of the first, she was kind of the first successor or the first um, result of Nicki Minaj's success, because obviously Nicki Minaj came out, and female rappers were finally getting that, you know, people were finally another chance and then cardi b had much to say with her and i remember i saw her vibe and i was like why is her name why is her last name stallion like stallion a horse and why she's over this blue hair she's talking about that she's like eh you know and then months later she becomes the biggest thing in the world and obviously part of you becoming a big artist it doesn't matter who you are people are just going to attach themselves to you just to attach themselves for you they're not your real friends they ain't down for you you know and they're gonna you know like it, it, it's really sad like megan always kind of reminds me she's like that girl she's like that new transfer student or that girl that that um new girl in high school that all of a sudden becomes all the way popular and when some shit goes down like that like that you know toy lane shooting in the foot it's like where were those who was like, you know, hot girl summer, you know, Jordan Woods. And you know what? I think Jordan Woods, maybe she was pissed off that she was at Kylie you know, Jenner's pool party. But at the same time, sis, you know, this black woman got shot. And I would have at least, I would have at least, I would have been probably been mad at my best friend for doing that for with someone that I don't like, that you know I don't like. But I don't even know if they're best friends who could say that. But I would have been sending her flowers yeah. on Instagram, like protect black women, period, and mean really mean that shit. I would have given her some cash after her. She didn't, I thought she did. I thought she, like, she didn't send her anything at all? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I know Rihanna sent her stuff. Beyonce, Halle Berry gave her a shout she out. She didn't send her anything, to be honest with you. I don't blame her because Jordan Woods is trying to save her. She's like, yo, any sign of drama, red flag. I'm sorry. You gotta go. Like, I'm sorry. It was cool kicking it with you. That was fun and everything that. But you were just as, like, you were just hot. Like, that was it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that people take away from and they forget that this is just social media. So me hanging out with you and me taking pictures with you, that does not make you my people. That just means I'm posting a content with you. Like, that's it. That it does not make us biffles. We not, we not crew. We not vibe. Like, no. This is straight content. We all in the industry. And you know what it is? It looked like a publicity. It looked like a publicity stunt, just because you know when when Jordan had this falling out with the Kardashians, everyone's looking at her crazy because you know we get it as as black people when we grow up in mostly white neighborhoods, we have no choice but to be friendly yeah. people. But once you get older mm-hmm. and you're kind of sometimes they leave you behind, it's like where do I go? And you try to find your black mm-hmm. tribe, and that's what it looked like. I mean, my suggestion was like, listen, Jordan, you know why don't you just go to college and, and go to Har- Howard and get you some friends there, you know? No. Um, you know, why doesn't she just go back to school and just be like, go get her master's degree, go get her doctorate, and just kick it in school all day? Hello. But now, nah, what did she do? She's good, she's the female version of the black female version of Kylie. Hello, Hello. like she, she posted a video, and if anything, it seems like she's trying to top Kim Kardashian. Like, 
if anything, her post seemed more like a fuck you to Kim as opposed to fuck you to Kylie, if you want me to get real with you. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that she did, I don't know if you've seen, they, they posted that video of her, she was getting like a, a massage, or like a follicle, something like that or whatever. Shorty's butt was out or whatever, and she broke the internet. Like, everybody was doing nothing but talk about her ass. Like, yo, you see Jordan's body, like, Shorty thick, thick, like, da-da-da. Like, yo, everybody was going crazy. And I'm like, I get that. That's a Kim Kardashian move. And if you notice everything that she's been doing, including the Tristan Thompson kiss, Kim Kardashian move. Exactly. And my thing about it is that it looked like a more people saying, oh, she got done. I think Jordan kind of liked that the scandal happened because nobody, I, now I knew who, I didn't know her name, but I knew who she was because my friend, my old uh, friend, she loves, um, uh, she loves Kylie. So she, we watched that Life of Kylie show, even though it was just so vapid, but Jordan was on there. So I knew what she looked like. But this is when people start, you know, talking about her after the scandal. Um, yeah. But Megan, um, where, where are we going about with whole, the whole Megan thing? Um, we were talking about... Um, how fucked up it was. Yeah, how fucked up it was. Um, Jordan, uh, yeah, yeah, that's... Oh, that, yeah, I was going to make another correlation with Oprah just because people were mad at Oprah earlier this year, I think last year, because it's kind of like with the whole Me Too movement, because it's like, how are you going to do documentaries on Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons, but not Harvey Weinstein, and you're being friends with Harvey Weinstein, who's a known rapist. And here's my, and I'm like, I listen, here's my thing with Oprah. I saw pictures with her and Harvey Weinstein, and just like you said, just because we, we take pictures with somebody doesn't mean we're friends. People smiling, that doesn't mean yeah. we're friends, doesn't mean we know, and maybe, all, you know, because also there's some people in our life, we only have a work relationship with them. We don't know them what they do after they got at work. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure maybe maybe Oprah didn't know about it. Maybe she did or whatever the case may be. But you can't put it on her that, you know, because you take, she's taking pictures with him, all of a sudden they buddy-buddy, you know? But just like you said, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like she's very much like Jordan was kind of like, I guess, a clout chase or whatever, you know, with the whole um, Megan, Megan, I'm about to say Megan the Wood situation, Megan Stallion taking pictures with her and, you know, oh, we're friends, yada, 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 you know. I think also- all publicity, and for and especially for Stallion too, because she needed to promote her TikTok dance. Yeah, I think also too is that Megan is from Texas, and obviously Southern people are known to be very um, hospitable. Southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think that kind of maybe comes with. I feel like us New Yorkers sometimes we can be we're more so guarded, or we're more so like we got to feel the vibes before we mess around. I don't know if I get those get that kind of a mentality that Megan has. What do you think? Um, honestly, I don't have that mentality that Megan has, and, um, I, I like Megan the Stallion, I do, her music is cool and everything, whatever, but I've always been, and this is just because the way I was raised, it's just about the way you carry yourself, and that's what comes back to me, and I really don't mean to say that, because that's like a whole Me Too movement and feminist thing or whatever, but genuinely, if you do fuck shit, fuck shit is gonna happen to you, so it's just like, you hanging around, like, I've seen videos of her, like, drinking with Trey songs and stuff like that or whatever like this was bound to happen with the lifestyle that she was living and I'm not even trying to bash her I swear I'm not but it's just hood movements you can't expect for hood shit not to happen so I guess my response and my feelings is more towards the fans that are like Ooh, Megan, my heart goes out to you. Da-da. It's like Dr. Dre's wife was just talking about how she got like mad physical abuse with her, with her husband like Matt Bow Wow, his girl, um, Mavado and Tahiri, Tahiri, Joe Budden, Sin, Joe Budden. Like, they, like 
literally, I can go on and on and on about the domestic abuse that goes on in Hollywood. Okay, so let's just call it like we see it. Everybody's just acting immature and needs to grow the fuck up and learn how to keep their hands for themselves. Oh, in Hollywood, it's Hollywood because nobody disgusting messing around with dogs. That's gross. And then um, yeah. say Odell Beckham Jr. I, I was I don't know why. I wonder if they can, they would get sued those girls, Selena Powell and whoever her friend was, because you know they're there. Part of me does not want to believe. Huh? She leaked the she leaked the story of Megan the Stallion and Tori before Megan even said anything about it. She was like, Megan and Tori were fucking. They were, she's like, she was trying to ride for her man and she didn't want to say anything because everybody's going to make her look like Takashi and be like, oh, she was snitch, she was snitch, she was snitch. Which is then when everybody decided to get gang up on her back and be like, no, nah, we got you. Like, you can say something. Like, no, he hurt you. Which is, again, the whole push for Me Too and all that other stuff. Yeah. No offense, no offense, no offense. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's just, you know, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, they don't talk toy too much, and I'm like, I'm, I'm mad that girl said that about what that, what like that Odell likes having you know the number two, um, put on him just because I have a crush on Odell, that's my husband, low key, and you just ruined my fantasy. <laughs> yeah, so, um, we're gonna wrap up this podcast because uh, we're almost, I'm almost, um, out of battery, we're well, not really almost out of battery, but I'm like, I'm gonna be on 33. Yeah, and I got my client. Yeah, my phone so, up right um, now. I gotta post a picture. <laughs> yeah. Guys, next week, guys, we're gonna do another episode. It's gonna be debunking um an influencer. We're gonna have Chelsea. I want to turn her name as Chelsea Alana. I could be wrong, um, uh, but her name. I mean, her first name is definitely Chelsea. So we're gonna have her a guest on there about in, about what's it like as an influencer. I really like her. She's definitely for an influencer. She's mad real. She's mad. She keeps on a hundred. I love influencers that keep on it because some of these influencers, I was just telling my friend, certain cities people move to so they can cosplay a lifestyle they can't afford or it's not even authentically themselves. I heard that. I heard that. I'm like, listen, I'm, not, I'm moving to LA, but I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be rad frugal. I'm going to be working my job, getting my coins, whatever the case may be, and just leveling, leveling, leveling up career wise. You know, because making seven figures would be, or even six figures, really six figures would be the dream in the next in the next ten years or even more. Um, Amen. So make sure to listen, make sure to listen to this podcast where all podcasts can be listened to, whether it's Spotify, um, po Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Anchor, SoundCloud. We're gonna put this on YouTube. My name is Kalik. I'm at, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Leaky Crowder, L E E K Y Crowder, C C R C R O W D E R. And the I uh, well, I'll send it after you, Jasmine. What's the social media handles? Hey, y'all can make sure y'all follow me and catch all the realness at Queen of Critics, okay? It's at Queen of Critics. It's the one and only, baby. Period. Thanks, Leak. Period. And the Instagram <laughs> is, uh, we, don't, we don't have the Twitter set up yet, but we have the, Insta we have the Instagram and the SoundCloud set up because um, they, they took my year's worth, not a year's worth of money, but, you know, the yearly subscription. So I need to, you know, <laughs> need to know on that shit. Um, so y'all better utilize <laughs> I said what the it's called I said what the I said what the fuck I said podcast I said so it's WTF I said WTF uh, um I said podcast on Instagram and uh yeah catch us next week catch us next week follow us give us the deep all that